Hey, everyone. Um, there's a wonderful quote that says um, security is an old superstition. You know, life is either a complete adventure or nothing. So here's the deal. If you have trauma, um, you're looking for safety. So you're already paralyzed. You're already handicapped from the beginning, right? So you need the safety to be able to get yourself out of the bond that you have with the abuser or the person that hurt you. And these are very, very powerful, energetic bonds, right? And yeah, it's right. There is no safety. The, the universe is always challenging you to grow and develop and wake up. I was just having a conversation at somebody at dinner that, you know, there's, there's constant expansion, right? But if to expand, if you've been traumatized, you have to, you're in a knot. You're, you're, I mean, I, I feel like I was completely imprisoned. I was stuck in this guy's energy. I was, it was almost like, I recall um, when I was in Spain and I jumped into the water when I was quite young. And I was, as I was coming up to surface to get air, someone jumped on my shoulders and it was terrifying. And that's what the trauma feels like to me. Like someone um, is feeding off me, is using me, has kind of annexed my energy, is sort of feeding off my energy. Like I'm a kind of life raft for them to survive. Even if that meant I was abused by them sexually, I was sent out to be abused. The feeling was that they were kind of depending on me, right? It was sort of this obligation, this, you know, I can't, I'm responsible for their life, which is insane. I'm a toddler, for fuck's sake. And... And the terror of that person built within me a whole structure that kept me paralyzed and kept me working on their behalf. So I would say in my day-to-day, -day, there's a paralysis, right? You're in a paralytic state if you're owned by an unprocessed trauma that you have no access to. And the world is going on, the world will always go on. No, nobody stops for anyone, right? It's just gonna keep churning and churning, with or without you. It doesn't really matter, as I said, you know, when the tsunami hit Indonesia, it didn't care who was on the beach, it just hit. It's just life. Many will come, many will go. Here today, gone tomorrow. There's a much bigger something going on. And it's asking us always to 
to grow. And if you've been traumatized or in some way injured early on, it's your journey, right? It's your destiny to kind of untangle yourself from that place. It's an enormously difficult challenge. And it can be wired in many different ways. And it could be extraordinarily cruel. Um, it can wipe you out. In my case, it was sexual abuse and then being sent out to be sexually abused for money. I mean, there was no arrival. It was just, you're here, here's hell, deal with it. I mean, seriously, I mean, talk about challenges. Why can't you get them later on once you're fully formed? But if there's trauma early on, you haven't even had a chance to, like, just breathe, you know? Like, somebody opens a door and welcomes you and gives you tea. No, somebody opens a door and throws you into a... into the dungeon. That's what it feels like. So there, were, there was a challenge from... If you've been traumatized early on, it's a challenge from day one. It's asking you to grow. And you may chase your tail, I certainly did. You may find many ways to not deal with it. Addictions, whatever. But the universe is saying, but the universe is challenging you to get it done, right? You need to grow. Now, here's the deal. Um, if, you're, if you've been paralyzed, I mean, I literally had, I, I can only describe it as something feeding off me, like it was kind of holding on to me. Like I was its life source or something. So... It was terrifying, right? So as a child, you're terrified. You're terrified. So you're t I was terrified. If you're a child, you're terrified. Paralyzed by fear. Right? It's going to hurt you at any moment. That's what it's like if you're living with, you know, alcoholics or, you know, People have got all sorts of unprocessed trauma and they're abusing you and using you and refusing you, whatever. It's terrifying. So, I was stuck there. I was stuck I was terrified of the world the world according to me I was doing the world according to him right I couldn't leave it was this, this strange ownership it was this bizarre 
I mean, it, it was outright sexual abuse and being sent out to be sexually abused. But then also this weird connection, this weird kind of warped, sick kind of obligation. And this is my parent. It was so warped and weird and fucked up. And there was almost like this bond, this kind of like bond. And, and I became the sort of the heroine of the story and the savior and the missionary for his, his life. But I was completely paralyzed and owned by his trauma. It was secret, it was secretive and weird and I had blacked out and it was just, it was this kind of house of horrors that was full of all these creepy, weird shit. And I was owned by it. I literally built a whole energetic structure within me that was built out of that imprisonment, of that connection, like it had seeped into my whole system. Horrific. So I didn't have hatred, which you'd think as a child, you'd have hatred, right, eventually? I mean, I did when I found out, I got a lot of rage. But I didn't. I had compassion as a child, even though I was the one that was being abused. I had pity. When it was, and I was completely refused, I mean, drowned. My soul was just, had buggered off. But this grip of terror, this sort of becoming the, the lifesaver for this person, this, the safety boat was insane. Whilst I was the one being that was being abused. I don't really understand it. But there wasn't, I didn't feel hatred, quite the opposite. I felt like I have to save this guy, which is so fucking weird. So whatever your trauma, <clears throat> it has a wrapping. It has, you've put it into some sort of, you've given it an understanding. You've given it a narrative. You have a, an identity inside of it. You might have all sorts of, you know, things, you know, kind of, it's a story. You've had to, look, if somebody is coming at you and you're, you know, as I said, you know, there's 10,000 Nights about to charge down a mountain and you're a toddler sitting on the floor, your nap back, and it's coming towards you. you there is no, you're, you're powerless. There's nothing you're going to, you can't do anything, right? You're barely conscious. It's going to just grab you, right? All you have is your imagination. If you can, 
even have that. And thinking. And blackout. What else do you have? Well, you're going to get on your Harley and ride off. And remember, if it's happening, with me it was one parent, but they were both in on it. In other words, it was his trauma, but she also got pulled into it. And she also became his sort of sidekick to fulfill his thing too. So there is no reality other than the whole reality of it, of that massive shadow. Certainly in my house, right? It was breathed everywhere. There was no one fighting against it, rebelling. I just saw submission all day, every day. Submission to a truly fucked up human being. But that became our reality. That's the norm. So, of course, I was the one that was wrong, right? You are the one that's wrong. You're the child. Everybody, you know, it's like you're in a room of monsters. And you don't know they're monsters because that's what you're born with. That's what, you know, you go outside, everybody. You can't go outside and compare your neighbor to them and go, oh, by the way, you know, let me see what, how you act to children, you know. There is no comparison. There's no... It's just that, it's just them. And that is your reality, that is your universe and you will wire up, thread up with them. So, how you get pulled in is through terror. It's like, you know, a fisherman gets a fish, they're out in the middle of the ocean, they get the fish, they put it on the deck, the fish is, you know, struggling for, for air, it just smashes the fish and the fish is done, right? Same thing. You get caught, you get put on the deck, you struggle because it's so awful, but then you just eventually give in. That's what, how this is, that's how it's supposed to work, supposedly. You're cooked inside that furnace, you're in the goldfish bowl. Now that, becomes a preeminent reality of your existence. That is the preeminent reality of your existence. That is your preeminent wiring, coding, truth. You are rolled into it. You are cooked into all of it. There is no distinction between you and them. You're just one unit of energy. Try getting out of that one. That's why this is so fucking complicated and difficult. And that's why ayahuasca is so powerful. It is unchaining you. It is literally de-threading you from that energetic ball of mess and wiring and coding. It is constantly revealing and separating you from it. Remember the sheep people said to me, Maria, have patience. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I have to have eternal patience because this thing was so deeply embedded in this unit of energy, which was them and him and his history and her story and whole thing, right? So in your trauma, you're cooked in with them. I think this is something you can't underestimate. You are threaded in, you are blended in like flour and egg and water into the cake. So you don't even know what's you, what's them, 
who am I, who am I not, you're already in with them. And if, it, and if it's bad, you don't even know. That's why I was in a fog. Like I felt like I was, I was looking at the world through a glass, through like a prison gates. I did, why was I looking through the world through a prison? I have no idea. Like I wasn't in the world. I was kind of ambushed. Like I was never really here. This thing was functioning, but I didn't, I wasn't really with it, the thing that was functioning. The ayahuasca dissolves the whole cake. You get to see the flour, the eggs, the water, the coloring, everything is separated out so you can see it in front of you. But she's gonna pull you out of the cooked conditioning of your energetic field. And that in itself is a journey. So, you will build a story. That works. Mine was, I have to save this guy. Yeah, he can abuse me, he can do whatever, but I need to save him because he's the victim. Well, that gave me a, a job, a job description. Right? It gave me meaning. It gave meaning to all the horror. It gave it... I couldn't hate there. I was on a path to save. We're all going to get... We're all going to be collapsed if, you know... If I don't do this. We're all not... We're going to all die. But you can't live there. You certainly... It's almost like you get... If there are pockets inside the universe where you get kind of as vacuums, you know, where you get stuck. It's like, I feel like it's like being ambush. It's like, you know, you're, you get ambushed by this other energy. That's what it felt, feels like. Now, you may have been... Um, It might have been completely different. Your story might have been a completely and utterly different. Of course it was, right? It's your experience. It's your unique experience of trauma. But here's the thing. The underlying problem, the paralysis, is no power. Is ownership. Is cowering. Is not being here. I certainly was afraid of everything. I did it, but I was terrified. Like, I didn't have the right to power. This person had the right to power, but I didn't. I was only a slave. So you have to upend all of it because you want your power back, and it's very scary. You know, it's very scary. It's like, oh, wow, okay, I need to... You feel... There's a huge feeling of aloneness, right? Because all the time, you've been alone anyway but you've been inside this bubble. Now you're really alone because you're like, I've never experienced owning my own power in the world. I've never had that experience. I've only been a slave, right? 
So this is all kind of, as the ayahuasca cleanses you, there's a dissolving. There's a waking up to all of this. And, I, and it's not intellectual. It's really kind of your, your life. I don't know how to describe it other than energetically your life starts shifting around you. Where things and people show up and events happen that are really about facing yourself and waking up. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't understand how the ayahuasca works. This is an incredible, magical medicine. It's magical because, magical I say, is because I'm ignorant of how it works. It's, you know, it's not necessarily working on, in this reality. It's working in some other dimension. I don't understand any of it. But I can tell you, after the effects of it, that it's insane how it begins to wake you up to the truth of where you've been of what happened and takes you to the event that paralyzed you. I think just recently I'd had, you know, you have to get to that original event. I mean, I was literally in a fetal position, trembling, feeling abandoned and alone, which is what I must have felt the first time I was abused or used or whatever. It's almost like, I think of it as an image, as just, I think of a little child alone, you know, terrified, without, abandoned, unprotected, unsafe, at the whim of the, you know, the, the world and predators and just the terror of that, of not knowing what's gonna happen next and having no power. I mean, I just, if you've had trauma, that's what it feels like. That's what you've been avoiding your whole life. I certainly had. I never wanted to feel that again. And by not wanting to feel that, I had agreed. Because in my little, in your little brain, there is no one. If it's not your parents, there's no one. If your own parents abandon you, well, who is there to love you, right? If your own parents hurt you and injure you, who, is there, who else is there to love you? No one. So you have to accommodate the abandonment of the people who are supposed to take care of you. That is the most terrifying, terrifying feeling for a child. And you have to get back to that moment. And live it and survive it. That's the way you dissolve the power of these people. That's the way that you see them for real. They left you and abandoned you. That's all part of dissolving the bond that it's an inextricable bond to a parent that has injured you that people will not let go of you, will not let go of it. People will, you know, put up with whatever for eternity. They will never truly abandon these, your, the parents. 
How can the person that's supposed to take care of you leave you in the wilderness, abandoned, abused, etc.? It's, it's, it's an impossible thought for a child. It's an impossible thought for an adult. So the, unit, so the ayahuasca will take you to that moment, will show you what they did for you to fully understand why they need to be extricated from every cell of your body in order for you to have power. Because they did that, and then you had to authorize and accept that and integrate that. That is not the world. That is not the universe. But you're owned there, if you think that's it, this is all there is, is this cruelty. Because it's in your system, you've built your system. You've integrated that abandonment, cruelty, that lack of care into your system. You've built armor for it. You've built a human being out of it. The ayahuasca shows you and manifests even around. I mean, I've got to say, I can't believe how I've manifested very caring people. The ayahuasca shown up with, you know, a whole tribe of Indians in Shipibo to sort of corral around me with safety and love so I could fully see what happened. To leave, you have to have safety. To leave the truth of these people, you have to... To, to be able to go back and re-experience it, you have to feel safe. And that's what the ayahuasca does. She gives you the safety, guides, she manifests people in your life to begin to give you <clears throat> and show people who really care. Only within that context could you face, could I ever relive what happened. I couldn't deal with the fact. I couldn't accept the fact that these, this cruelty had actually happened. I couldn't accept that the universe was this evil. So I reimagined them. Growth, you know, you have to, you are the universe. That's a very difficult thing to understand if you've been damaged or traumatized, that you have any power at all because you are like, you know, you've been held hostage by this other energy. Who knows that? I didn't know that. I didn't even know I was trapped or I was a hostage. I thought I was having a perfectly lovely life, but thank you very little. I mean, it was a trick like no other. But I had like Houdini to unwrangle myself from all of it. Not alone, I would never have done it without ayahuasca. But I had to want to get out. I think that's one of, you don't have to know anything. You just have to want it. How you get there, I don't know. It might be through ayahuasca, it might be through a rave, it might be through waking up, I don't know. But you've got to have to want to get out. I think when I started this journey 20 years ago after a horrific divorce, 
I just needed to know why. I needed to know why. That was it. Nothing more. I had no idea of absolutely anything. I just knew, thought, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, this divorce. This is horrific. Why? 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 Here I am 20 years later, you know, being re-sculpted energetically nightly by, you know, a power I don't understand giving me the information of everything that happened. <clears throat> you have to want to know. The thing is that, you know, when you're alone and you've been abandoned or you've been injured, you know, you're looking to the outside. And as I said before, this, the outside has its own tricksters and its own apes with its limited knowledge. And you can go there and hang out there. But as, in fact, I was speaking to somebody yesterday who's a shrink, interestingly about this. And there was some sort of, that he had mentioned something about, you know, the client's been with them for a long, long time. 30 years or 20 years or something. And they were asking whether well, they weren't any, you know, better. Well, because these things are huge. Because another ape cannot fix this. It's another human being, nothing against, you know, shrinks. But it's just another ape in the same energetic mold that we're in. You know, shrinks can't dissolve your energetic um, form. They can inquire, they can probe, they can, but this is a energy. I mean, I was literally wired into this energy, into his energy. I was owned by it. This is huge. There was no way, you know. I mean, it's been five years, even with ayahuasca, which means that this thing is fucking huge. And I remember when I first started getting these sort of turning into these, all this, this sort of energetic structure was coming out. I was like, oh my God, what is this? I remember one of the Indians saying, oh yeah, you're smothered in darkness. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Not just one thing, but it's several things. I would never have known. So, we're energy. We're good energy, we're bad energy, we're shit energy, we're, you know, running around with unprocessed trauma, you know. Um, we're marinating other people in our trauma. It's just... You can't see it, you're in it. You know, it's like, where's Waldo? You know those books where there's 10,000 things going on, you're looking for Waldo. Where is, like, where are you? Like, where are, you know, where are you in amidst all your 10,000 breaths, your 10,000 experiences, all the, you know, <coughs> cooking of you? Where are you? Yeah, I didn't know where I was. I thought my life was perfect. But I wasn't, I was just cooked. I was a piece of this energy that it showed up when I was barely here so 
there have been many challenges. I mean, just a, first of all, just arriving to this, if you have arrived to this barely conscious place where you're being traumatized, that's itself, you know, that's, you've got to get out of that one first. If you even get to that. It's, again, I think that's right. There is no security. It's an adventure. Yes, up to a certain point, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not living in a war zone. You're not living in some, you know, shack or something. But there has to be Just, just, just have the volition to, to heal. I think that's it. The volition to heal is, and it, you know, for me, it took a, a huge tragedy to start that, but it, there was a volition. I finally was like, okay, now I have something's wrong. <clears throat> and, you know, I didn't know I was, deeply buried I didn't had no idea because my ego was like you know I've got this under control right so it is an adventure you have to see it as an adventure you have to see it as your heroic act of being here you can't see it as oh it's the end of the world and oh my god and I'm never going to get out of here because you are the universe you're it. You may not know it because you've been smothered by trauma and injury and paralysis, but you're it. The universe can heal you in some way. I don't know where, which, which path your path is. Everybody has a different path. But you just have to have the volition to heal. You may know nothing. I knew absolutely nothing about anything. You know, the slow melting of the ice has been a slow melt. It's challenging. You have to keep facing the next challenge, the next challenge. It's basically saying to you, you know, you can do it. You can face the next challenge. Of course you can. You'll doubt yourself. You'll be terrified. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm never going to get through this. But you will. Because this is it, right? And the heroic act of you going in to face it, and it's heroism obviously with allies and with help and with all that stuff, but it's still heroic because you've said, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna deal with this. Isn't itself a huge gift? Yes, you can build a multi-zillion dollar company, great, good for you. But you can also go in and tear down whatever, you know, captured you. That's itself, that's a huge act of heroism. Right? You will get help from the universe. It shows up. It's everywhere. I had no idea. I was, I literally had this kind of leech feeding off my 
energy, keeping me hostage, keeping me powerless. Couldn't see it, didn't know it. It was just ether. But I was just sitting there paralyzed. I was doing things, but I wasn't doing anything. I was just fulfilling somebody else's, trying to fix somebody else's trauma and being ambushed to do so. So it is an arduous, treacherous path. And if it's been your experience, know that the universe is asking you to face it, to become stronger, right? To grow, to blossom through it. You know, like the the little lavender pops up through the concrete, right? You're going to be forced to push your way through this thing so you can be here. And it's really about being clear so that when something shows up, you're not terrified. You know what? You can face it. It's terrifying you so you stay paralyzed. If you face it, the next problem is not going to be a problem. You won't shudder at the thought of what's going to happen. The universe is always asking you to embolden, to grow. It doesn't stop. There is no arrival. There's just the adventure. If you're trapped early on with trauma, it's demanding that you face it leave, become the heroine, the hero of your own story. Release yourself from its clutches. If you don't face it, it just gets fatter. As I said, never put a demon into into the Waldorf and give it room service. Put it in a Motel 6 and starve it. (laughs) All right, good luck. Bye.